You're listening to Think. It's like think, but with an M instead of an N. This is an educationalist podcast where the whole thing is that we teach a whole bunch of stuff without learning a single thing. I'm your host, Nicholas Rue. And with me are uh, you. You can go ahead and introduce yourselves. I'm your co-host, host, uh, football expert, <laughs> Paul Vine. Yeah, that's new. And we have a very special uh, guest with us to teach us for the next hour or so. Uh, my name is Logan Nichols. I, I'm around. Say hi. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. And as always, we don't know what we're going to do without him next month. Yes, yeah, September to October. Whew. Just a whole month. Of Get ready for some bad episodes yeah. without Engineer Harold. Yeah. Choo choo. The one bonus of Harold being gone is that you cannot make that joke while he's gone. I'm going to hire a fucking real-life train conductor to come in and just slap a computer while we record. Can we get Ringo? I don't think Ringo's Can we get Ringo Starr? Because I don't think he's busy. Uh, indie band with subpar name Gringo Star is coming into uh, town, so maybe yeah. we can they're, get Yeah, them. they're playing at Tavern, right? Yeah. So I'll try and go up to them and be like, hey, does one of you want to audio engineer a podcast? And they're like, no. I played a show with them once, and uh, they smoke hella weed. Okay. Just so you know, I don't mean to blow their cover or anything like that. But Man, the, the feds are... a window all... if they come in here. <laughs> the, fed, right. the feds are already on them. I feel like somebody just looks at the name Gringo Star on a piece of paper and goes... Yeah, these dudes yeah, they are got high. some weed. <laughs> it's like that cop that busted Willie Nelson's like tour bus one time and then found a bunch of weed. Oh, that was, was a like, whole episode of yeah. Monk. Of Monk? Yeah, there was a whole episode of Monk. What was about a whole that? episode of Monk? Well, about okay, Paul. He, it wasn't about weed. It was, what did Tony Shalhoub do this time? <laughs> he saved Willie Nelson. <laughs> Willie, they, they literally, the episode was about like a woman gets shot or a guy gets shot and they're just like, Willie Nelson did it. And it's actually <laughs> Willie Nelson. And Tony Shalhoub's like the only one that's just like, I love Willie Nelson. He didn't do this. And he plays like the oboe at some point. In the uh, episode? Willie Nelson, Nelson or Tony Shalhoub? Tony Shalhoub. Oh, okay, that he makes sense. In, he sits in. He sits in with Willie Nelson to sits play in with oboe? Willie Nelson. Like, they, play, they play on a radio show and he gets really nervous and he's really bad at it. And then the last part of the episode, it's like him at like a, the fucking Willie Nelson concert playing the oboe. And it's, it's good. It's a good episode. Um, what are your three other favorite episodes of TV that end with characters at a concert? Uh, oh, uh, I mean, there's the Parks and Rec episode mm-hmm. with little a Sebastian. Thousand, a thousand candles in the wind. Yeah. That's ten thousand candles in the wind. Ten, ten thousand. thousand. It's yeah. ten times better. Yeah. <laughs> or what? hundred times better? Ten thousand times better than ten, a candle yeah. in the wind. Yeah, ten thousand times better. <laughs> yeah. That's right. It's just one candle. Uh, if you don't say what I'm expecting you to say, I'm going to freak out. Is it the Spongebob episode? No, it's Modern Prometheus, where it ends with a Cher concert. Oh, that's true. Or post-Modern yeah, Prometheus. Right. Yes. X-Files episode. It's not actually Cher, though. It's not really Cher, but like, could, she gave her blessing. Yeah, she was busy. She She's a busy it. woman. Uh, let's go over like the standard, before we get into Logan's topic, let's go yeah. over the standard things. Uh, any Elon Musk news? Um... He, oh, actually, yes. Fuck. Oh, my God, yes. Hold up. Are you familiar with the whole Azalea Banks thing? Mm, mm-hmm. Where, okay, so Azalea Banks was supposed to collaborate with Grimes. But before we say she's good, she, like, talked a lot of shit on Bernie, right? 
Oh, who? Grimes? Azalea Banks. Banks. I don't know anything. She's Okay. I didn't say she was great. Okay. I don't like Azalea Banks. Yeah. However, it rules Black. that she was supposed to collaborate with Grimes. Grimes was busy taking care of Elon because his microdose became a macro dose. And so he was just on Twitter while he's tripping acid and just tweeting things like sexy, but with a three instead of an E. That. Yeah. Hell yeah. Um, and something about how Tesla is going to start releasing a line of booty shorts <laughs> <laughs> or something like that is great. Um, so like Grimes was taking care of that. And Isaiah Banks just went on Instagram and like tore into both of them. And I believe at one point called Grimes, this is this is not maybe good, but it is kind of funny. Called Grimes like an out of the woods, Pabst beer pussy hipster or something like that. It was a really long insult. Um, and then like Grimes was trying to like buy her flight out of LA. Um, so that happened. Um, I just waiting for the day that Tesla stock just crumbles in upon itself because I, I saw like Elon Musk shit posting and that's the thing was just that he was like but an acid yeah he was on acid yeah <laughs> and he was just I like, don't know if that's true or not if, if it is it's a really good bit because yeah. like nobody who like doesn't already like Elon Musk is gonna think that's cool they're gonna be like you fucking piece of shit yeah. <laughs> like give us your money <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna build houses for homeless people so yeah, that happened this last weekend. Yeah. So. Yeah. So still fuck Elon Musk. Yeah. And Grimes is. Grimes is just I. Not the Grimes, Grimes we used to know. I mean, I'll wait until she puts out that album. And I'm gonna listen to it, but. It's just like. I don't know. It's hard to be a fan of her music when she like, stands for Elon Musk busting unions. There was another thing today where... Uh, right, top five union busting tracks. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <clears throat> I, don't, I can't go on with this bit. But the, <laughs> but the SEC, apparently a whistleblower to like the SEC, uh, Elon Musk had been like threatening. And that was a thing that just came out today. I haven't gotten a chance to like actually dive into that. But like somebody blew the whistle on like Tesla's being a bad corporation or whatever. Mm-hmm. And if, you know, as any good boss would do. Like Elon Musk tried to like either get them fired or killed or, or something, you know. That's any good boss would do. I feel like my boss has tried to get me murdered at most jobs I've worked. Well, have you been going online and being like, "We actually can't make this film or what whatever you you are doing at the time." No, I only share trade secrets about travel channel shows uh, to close friends. Is it about how the man versus food man, uh, all liquid diet? No, it's not about that, but let me tell you something. When I filmed that, they did the challenge at the end. They had already taken the photo and gotten the t-shirts like he won the challenge. And also, everyone re- like that is, is, is recorded cheering him on, they already finished it. They just get that shit afterwards. Wow. It's all a lie. Also, 90 Day Fiance is like 10 times worse than you think it is. What is that? Uh, 90 Day Fiance is a show I worked on once that is about green card marriages where uh, someone's been talking to someone that lives in another country. They come to the United States then they have 90 days to decide whether or not they're going to get married. And this is a reality show? Yes. That's awesome. It's terrible. I worked on one the day of the wedding and it was the most depressing thing I've ever done. Did they get married? They did get married. And then I saw her like three months later at Newport on the levee just like 
sadly looking at art at the art shop and I just wanted to ask her how her life was. But like the producer was coaching the husband, like the groom, through all of his lines. Did they get real married? Yeah, they got real married. They got real know. married? They got real married. That's the point of the show. I mean, they got paid for it. Like with a with a with a wedding man. Yeah, master? I, I worked the wedding. What are they called? Master? Yeah, priest. I worked the wedding, and then after the wedding, I remember the producer talk, and the producer had like a fake smile on his face, like his lip was up the entire time, and he was like this, and he was talking to the groom. I, and he was, it's cool that uh, Jared Leto's Joker produced this <laughs> wedding. He was like, "See your damage, right?" Uh, <laughs> <laughs> ha ha ha. Uh, no, the producer was like, and so even though she hasn't said the words "I love you," you can tell by the way that she acts that you need her in your life. And the groom was just like. And even though, you know, she hasn't actually said to me that, you know, that she loves me, I can, I can tell she feels that way based on, you know, based on tonight and, and based on our, our past few weeks together. I, I can tell that she really needs me in her life. And I was just like, oh, no. And then the producer, like, tried to, like, he, like, gave a little creepy kiss to the bride on the cheek. I was going to, I was literally going <laughs> to ask if the producer was just like, so is it cool with, like, tongue? <laughs> you know? Yeah, this is a congratulations kiss. Yeah, dump this loser. Yeah, I I stole like they had a uh, a big bag of just like flower petals that was supposed to be used during the ceremony that they didn't, and I just put that in my pocket. And then when I went to a bar after the gig wrap, just like went out on the patio and threw flower petals on everyone, and that was my little act of rebellion. That's cool. That's uh, speaking of uh, uh, so latest Star Wars news, then we should get to the educational topic. Uh, Lando's officially in the new Star Wars movie. Mm-hmm. Billy D. Williams is coming yeah. back. Oh no shit! Yeah, yeah uh, and they're talking about maybe making it two films because uh, you know the thing that everyone really loved about every big franchise in the last like 15 years is, is when they, they make one movie and turn it into two and they turn into two and everyone's always really excited about that it's never ever been you know a contentious thing is to take a trilogy and turn it into a quadrilogy at the last minute are they really talking about that yes cool so we should talk about some other kind of army we should talk about from uh, judge somewhere far away we should talk about wait long real long quick long can we talk about judge judy why are we talking about... Okay, fine. I watched the episode of Judge Judy today while I was getting my tires changed. And the one case that she was hearing was about uh, young boys hockey. And one kid... Like Mighty Ducks? <laughs> yes. Like it was literally two kids and their... I just want to... They're two kids and their dads. Like, and what happened is the one kid, like, kind of checked the other kid. And that kid responded by, like, beating him with a stick. Nice. And that somehow got to cool. Yeah, so I got to a court case where like it was just like the kids are just kind of awkwardly sitting there, and the dads are just like, "Yeah, he tried to beat the are shit you out about of my every son." Every little league game yes. I ever played. Yes, but it was like that, but on Judge Judy, and it and it ended with just like the one kid who like beat up the other kid. Like that that kid's dad was just like, "If this kid didn't want to get the shit kicked out of him, he should have taken up ballet or something." And I'm like. Man, I'm really glad this like toxic dad came on here yeah. to complain about how this other kid's a sissy for like getting a fractured leg in like a little league hockey game. <laughs> that had and they he got they won like three hundred bucks. Damn, that's you know like the production company pays for that, right? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a win-win if you go and judge Judy. Um, 
I, I brought this up on the radio show, and I just want to bring this up on the podcast because I feel like it's more relevant on the podcast. Do you remember the Mighty Ducks, yeah. like, the yeah, movies? Emilio Estevez. Emilio Estevez, like, teaches, like, adolescent boys. He's, like, a coach of their team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you remember what they later made as Mighty Ducks, the animated series? Yes. Oh, yeah. I was talking <laughs> about that the other day. Where, yeah. where it's like Teenage so Ninja Turtles. <laughs> it's fucking space. Ducks. It's like humans space ducks, ducks from space <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that have to fight off bad people. Like, who was the fucking person at like the Disney animation studio that was like, we got to make a Mighty Ducks show? They were All doing... right. I get the teen <laughs> adolescent hockey thing, but space ducks. Well, they were like, doing yeah, a lot of ducks right back then. They were doing Darkwing Duck, DuckTales, <laughs> yeah. Mighty Ducks. There's definitely a fourth. That's uh Well you had like gargoyles. Yeah, I mean gargoyles, gargoyles is basically like Mighty Ducks the animated series. So they they really it's just what? like the, 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 the concept is similar of just like here's the like alien creatures are gonna save the world by oh, being shit, good. they should do a reboot of gargoyles. Gargoyles aren't aliens, they're ancient. Yeah, well okay. We're the aliens to the gargoyles. <laughs> alright, alright. But like it, uh, space cats. What's that? Pizza cat. Pizza cats. Pizza, pizza cats. Yeah. Laser cats. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, I feel like we have a decent transition, which you already shit on my first transition. We have a, a decent transition with gargoyles to talk about the subject that we're going to learn about tonight. And that is our pitch for gargoyles too <laughs> no they should definitely make a cgi like live action gargoyles movie absolutely let's write the script what for if, that what if they made a uh like a film where the terracotta warriors came to life and Ooh. fought evil i don't know as much as i'd like to about the terracotta warriors what i really are they wish made i could of? know more well, about them <laughs> well <clears throat> so the terracotta warriors are made out of well, i guess yeah that's a decent enough place to start they ran out of uh, terracotta. <laughs> now, what is which, terracotta? Uh, actually, literally translated means cooked earth. Oh. So uh, it's pretty much just like clay. Hot mud? Ceramic. Yeah, hot, hot mud. Fresh baked mud. Hot mud. Okay, so you're, what you're saying is that like a small child went out to the mud pit and then went and put it into a skillet. And they made the terracotta warriors. And cooked it up. Yeah. Isn't this Got a lot it. of okay, creation gonna... myths? Is that man was just made out of mud and then got struck I, by you're, lightning you're at confusing. the clock tower? You're, and then, <laughs> yeah, and then the, yeah, it was the back. kids were camping and they put Ugh. the like wooden stake in the ground and it caught the mud in the heart and then lightning struck it and then killed all those kids. Yeah, and when then, does God jizz into the? The mud? I don't know. Like twenty episodes ago. <laughs> okay. Are we allowed to say jizz? Yeah, oh, we're not, on, we're not on the internet. Yeah, is that yeah. okay? <laughs> you can say like fucking jizz. You could say God jizzed into the mud and then made fucking. Is that panspermia? That's basically panspermia. Yeah. <laughs> or as we called it, the extraterrestrial jizz show scandal. Jizz show scandal. That was that was a good joke. Let's let's all take a break and <laughs> reminisce about how good good of a joke that, that good was. Good title. On that one moment that we had a really good joke on the podcast, like 20 episodes ago. Like three years ago. Anyway, so the Terracotta Warriors cooked cooked Earth. Cooked Earth, yeah. Um, So, did they season the Earth? 
That's confidential. <laughs> okay. No. <laughs> Let me tell you, that's like art museum, like secret. Okay, knowledge. so can I, I don't. Can I, can I, can I, I make an ancient well, Chinese secret joke, or is that no, like no, a no. huge no, spot? Not. Okay. Definitely I just gotta not. say, I don't remember whether or not I signed a non-disclosure agreement. So, I guess we can just say like I was guarding the terracotta warriors somewhere. This like to introduce like how I know I brought all the literature with me from the museum and really what i can answer is like the questions that i got asked like every fucking day just from like you know people uh, can i fuck the warriors <laughs> how no. much to fuck the warriors <laughs> no actually uh fun fun fact uh at the last stop before cincinnati um so they're touring they were they made two <laughs> stops in the u.s sold out yeah. yeah, all arenas. Um, like made, the Stones. Yeah. But actually cheaper. <clears throat> and better musicians. <laughs> um, yeah, more stamina, <laughs> really. Um, but the, at the last stop, uh, some fucking jackass uh, somehow wandered into the terracotta exhibit uh, during an after dark event at that museum, mm-hmm. um, what was the theme of the after dark? Do you know? I'm not sure. Okay, because I, I went there. I, can't wa- say. I went to Art After Dark once, and it was fucking steampunk night. I gotta say that wasn't <laughs> here. That was not in Cincinnati. Okay. That was that was somewhere else. Okay. Uh, and this fucking dipshit goes into the terracotta exhibit and starts taking selfies, like putting his arms around them, um, like selfies with the terracotta warriors. He's clearly drunk. And he broke one of their thumbs off. Oh, and that's a curse. You're th- that's oh, also like oh, a crime. Let yeah. me tell you how this is a curse. He took it home with him. The thumb? The thumb oh, as like a souvenir. Has he never seen no that Brady notice. Bunch episode? Did he never listen to the episode of Think where he read the toe story from Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark? Because this is like basically the setup. He took it home and then, you know... The FBI got involved. There was review of security camera footage and all that. They showed up to his house and they were like, <clears throat> do you have something that we were looking for? And he was like, oh yeah. And he just like goes in his other room, I'm sure like opens the drawer, like pushes the bong over and then like brings them the thumb. And China tried to have him extradited. <laughs> or sorry, the People's Republic of China, I should say. Yeah. PRC tried to have him extradited to the PRC to be tried. Um, and, you know, the states would not allow it. Um, this what became like a crime? huge international thing. Well, I mean, fuck, I don't know, like vandalism, yeah. theft, cross-section. Not, um, not, not being fucking cool enough to use the thumb as a butt plug? Come on, dude, it's right there. <laughs> Turn the thumb into a, a, a pipe. Like, yeah. <laughs> okay, it would be kind of cool. Smoke weed with your butt using the terracotta <laughs> thumb. Yeah. Duh. The writing's on the wall. <laughs> fucking lame. Idiot. <laughs> yeah, now he's just going to ride in jail forever. He didn't even do well, anything no, really he's, cool. He's not even going to jail. He just owes the PRC $5 million. Okay. So, I mean, it's not that big. So it's is, a slap on the wrist. Is he like a slave for the government now? Or how I, does that... I have no fucking clue, man. What they should do is he should have to go... He should be sent to China, and they should cover him with clay and then yeah, cook they him, sh- <laughs> and, then re- and make like a new terracotta warrior. Yeah, out the of goosebumps well, ending of this is thumb thumb off. Yeah. and then while he's still alive, they break his thumb off and then put a clay one on there. Yeah, 
and it just spreads like a disease. <laughs> this, this is either Actually, a goose. He's a yeah, this is either goosebumps or this is. Uh, uh, China, Kirsch, if you need some cruel and unusual punishment, this is that Kirsch, We're freelancing. This is that Courage the Cowardly Dog episode where Eustace like pisses off the mummy. Ooga, and booga, return booga. the slab. I, I think it's that one. Yeah, yeah and, and, it, and it ends with him just being mummified in the sarcophagus. I don't remember the ending. I just remember that like fucking super scary early two thousands animation. Oh yeah, yeah. King Ramsey. Something about like I don't know what it is, but about like poor graphics and poor animation that creeps me on more than anything else. Terrifying. Like um, one of the scariest things. Like I I don't know. I played through Half Life two, no problem. But I tried to play Half Life the original, and the fucking like zombies. Like, just the character models of the zombies from, yeah. like, 1996 really bothered me for some reason. Man, I gotta get you into the same room as me playing the Call of Cthulhu video game. Okay. Because... You gotta get me in the same room? <laughs> yeah. So you can see it. Okay. <laughs> because you want to talk about, like, ugly character models that are, like, not great looking? These people all look like they've got, like... <laughs> Severe syphilis. Okay. <laughs> like, like, like the Simpsons? Right. Well, because their whole thing is like they're people that are becoming fish people. Uh, and so their skin is all like pretty fishy. scaly and eyes are bulgy and they all, they all talk like this. You're they talking sound, like, like Frog Wife? Yeah. They talk. Yeah. They, blah, 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 blah. Yes. They sound a lot like uh, um, uh, Vincent D'Onofrio's character in Men in Black. It's just oh, like sugar, sugar, water, <laughs> simple sugar. syrup. Yeah, it, it's like very much just like you better not be talking about stranger. And you're and you're just like, what? oh man, I hate this. So where did the terracotta army originate? What's what? the backstory? Okay, so like basically, where where do you want me to start? Do you want me to start at like, the beginning when when they were made, or do you want to start when we found out about them? Um, ooh, ooh. Pick your own adventure. Dealer's I say I say we start where we found out about them, All and right. then time That's travel. Where I'd like to go, time travel honestly. back to when they were made. Yeah. So let me uh, take we'll make you. it like a like a what is it? Not a bottle narrative, but like but in media race. Sure. What? Yes. Right. In media race. Well, let me take you back to a time when things were different. Uh, <laughs> this is where it like fades in, and <laughs> Ray Liotta starts talking. And was in like, their fucking Ever prime. since I was a kid, I always wanted to be a terracotta. Warrior. I always wanted to break the thumb off a terracotta. <laughs> <laughs> Those bastards. Um, so <laughs> pull, let me take back, you- pull back the sheets, and there's just like the severed head of a terracotta warrior on your covers. All right, so Sorry, we, go ahead. we had just gotten to the moon. Okay. And we were, you know, doing our. Are we talking 69? No, no, no. We, we'd, we'd been there for a minute. We, okay, we, we stayed weren't getting on the moon. to the moon. <laughs> yeah. We Wait, had holy just shit. The ter- recently gotten to the moon. The okay. Terracotta Warriors are on the moon? <laughs> I'm going to let you finish. <laughs> so, 1974. Uh, there's this farmer uh, in like. I think Northeastern China. Bear in mind, this three years before the world would ever see Star Wars. Yes, yes. Priest, we're talking pre-Star Wars <laughs> history. <laughs> yeah. um, Legends. See where will the uh, yeah Northwest China? My bad, not Northeast. Uh, so this dude's out in his field, just plowing away. 
and fucking going at just, it, just going at, at it, hole in the earth, just oh, oh, when it hits, oh, when his dick hits something out. real hard, <laughs> double up, oh, the terracotta war. So he's 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 just plowing away, and he starts finding like. <laughs> This is another TV pilot going idea. to town <laughs> on this field. Uh, Eddie, he he finds some like clay shards, and he's like, "Oh, this is probably some like Buddhist shit." So I'm gonna tell mom and dad, the government, uh, about this, and he tells mom and dad about it, and they like come in with their like fleet, uh, and they're like. Uh, you idiot, this isn't Buddhist stuff. Uh, this is way cooler than that. And they find these terracotta warriors, and there's like, okay, so let me just start with a couple statistics really quick. So we've only actually excavated about 20%. The PRC, not us. Uh, the PRC has only excavated about 20% of the site. Um, really? Yeah, because they want to further develop their preservation technologies before they continue to excavate. Okay. That's smart. Um, yeah, they're they're industrious. Um, so how many are there? There are speculated to be over eight thousand. God damn. Yeah. How many is like in the exhibit? There were there were nine in the exhibit. The, the exhibit's oh, over really? now. Yeah. Um, so y'all missed it. Yeah, well, I saw you, that it was. Uh, it started. What's the date it started? Um, my favorite day of the year. Um, it started on four. Uh, <clears throat> April the twentieth. Um, ah, four twenty, y'all. The Taylor's birthday. <laughs> I knew somebody would say that. I'll say anniversary of Columbine. The t-shirts, the t-shirts that they made for the terracotta exhibit were fucking cool as shit because like on the front it had three terracotta warriors and, and it said back, find it, your inner warrior oh, and cool. on the back it had like these like Chinese characters and said terracotta army going down it like exactly like this and then it said 420 on it too so oh, I definitely bought cool. one of those yeah. t-shirts because yeah. cool. like blaze it. I thought it was saying like fuck a field you may never know what you'll find. <laughs> fuck a field blaze up. <laughs> so yeah. technically there's only like 8.999995 terracotta warriors after that man took the thumb <laughs> well okay so that was the exhibit but like yeah. how many have they actually uncovered from the site from like 20 percent um all right so this is the, the the part of the podcast where we reach this first time you ask me a question and i say like Ask an expert. I was a okay, security guard, man. Uh, uh, I, 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 based off the statistics, 20%. 20%. Oh, wait, I've got a calculator. What? 1,600. 1,800. Okay. 1,600 times 0. 0.2. Like, I've just seen... 1,600. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll say estimated number, 1,600 have been uncovered. Because I've definitely seen, like, the photos of, like, sites. Like, pits and, like, warehouse looking thing yeah so how do you think they picked like like the eight were they oh. like the shittiest well ones see that i do know ones? about okay. we actually we had um one of our curators uh was able to survey a sample of terracotta warriors uh and say like oh i want this one and this one and this one actually was able to go to the people's republic of china that's and, super cool and pick yeah. them and and so okay so like let me break this down for you like at the exhibit it was pretty fucking badass man like clearly i spent 
a lot of time with these like old dudes but like there was like are you talking about the terracotta warriors yeah they don't like it when you call them that but like they're not around so um so we had if i can let me like get this visually in my head so we had like a high-ranking general who was like this big tall motherfucker um and then like a lower ranking general we had a scribe uh had a was, scribe yeah he was this just sounds like a D like the current, currently what you've described is the characters from mulan <laughs> a high-ranking general he dies a low-ranking general he's the love interest the scribe is that dipshit nobody likes yeah uh we had like another regular soldier we had um a cavalryman we had two cavalrymen one Ooh. that was in a chariot and one that was like originally like made like standing next to a horse like holding the reins we had a fucking horse bt dubs really um, a terracotta horse yeah dude wow. get at me we had two archers one with a crossbow one with a regular bow and arrow uh and then the dude who was riding the chariot and then next to him my my personal favorite besides the scribe i had i had two favorite terracotta warriors there was the scribe and we had a stable boy who was just this like tiny little dude who was like sitting like with his knees under him and his like hands crossed in front of him looking like real humble real young and like cool Super cool. So which one was secretly a woman filling in for her dad? Uh, best guess, scribe. Okay. Oh, man. See, I was going to go with the, the person holding the reins of the horse because that was the whole thing. Oh, and Mulan, yeah. she had that extremely sexy oh, horse. Oh, you're right. Yeah. That just thick, thick-ass horse <laughs> with his legs were so tiny, but his body was so muscular. I just want to interject here. Um... On a scale of one to ten, how hard were you during the end of "Sorry to Bother You"? <laughs> which, 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 and the part like the post-credit scene? Uh, just like the whole kind of yeah, yeah, especially that. Yeah, definitely like, uh, like ten. <laughs> okay. Like it's pretty good. Yeah. Go see "Sorry to Bother You" if you haven't yet. Yeah, I thought of you during the end of that movie. Uh, <laughs> so the stable. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, stable boy. Um, were there any incidents? Uh, so you were a security guard. Yeah. Was there anyone that was trying to uh, break off some thumbs? No, never once did I have to like, hey, get away from that thumb. <laughs> you don't know <laughs> where it's something been. I said. <laughs> I did, it, though. Having that knowledge of you know the, this previous incident while guarding the terracotta warriors did make me hyper aware of their thumbs and like the positioning of their thumbs and like I definitely noticed the thumb I definitely thought some thoughts about the thumbs which, for sure which, which uh, of the warriors had uh, and I'll consider the stable boy a warrior um, had the most interesting thumb uh, the one who was standing next to the horse for sure it was like very protruding like just like out there like you know was he like gesturing to the David horse David Carradine like, <laughs> like, like check, check this fucking horse, <laughs> this horse they let me have this horse get a lot of oh, did any of you get a horse cause I did um my question is did you ever see the film I Am Legend yeah yeah once or twice yeah I Robot Am Legend yes yeah the scene where I Will Am S Robot Legend <laughs> yes the scene where Will Smith keeps seeing the uh, mannequin and then he talks to it and then it moves I 
100% straight the fuck up. Talk to the Warriors. Hella. Okay. okay. I did. Because, like, I definitely feel like you would want to talk to him and then also would be terrified of just coming in one day and be like, okay, that that definitely wasn't the position these Warriors I never saw him move, but I, I tell you, I, I live a pretty specific and... Uh, developed lifestyle and there was there was more than one occasion where i was guarding the terracotta warriors and i due to like lack of sleep or, or something or other like lack of sleep and then like compensating with caffeine and you know stimulants and yeah. stuff was like wigging the fuck out about these like warriors like while watching them and was just kind of like like oh what if they had lungs you know, just weird dumb stuff. Yeah, no, that's see, that's exactly <laughs> what if where they I had lungs. Yeah, I remember specifically. Only I like, lungs, though. What if they could only breathe and they were trapped in? Yeah, them? like what if they were like? What if they have lungs? And you got to you got to free real, them. And I'm not. <laughs> so. What if I was a terracotta warrior <laughs> the entire time? That was um actually so like no one tried to touch them. Okay, so here here's here's the breakdown. So there was like we had forty two cases of beat, touching. Paul. <laughs> Stop giving us a beat. <laughs> it was a bad idea, and I regret it, but thank you for paying, playing along. I thought it was good. All right, keep it up. <laughs> All right, so there was, like, these plexiglass, like, essentially, like, railings. They're, like, you know, about about waist high on the Warriors. Um, that, like, okay, don't. Don't fucking touch the glass. That was like 90% of my job was like, okay. The other 10% was like, would you please turn your flash off? Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yeah. The warriors are very disturbed by flashing lights. They, that's technology no, they weren't really aware of. No flash allowed and don't touch the glass. Like, And that's about it. Like, There was like arm's length, like maybe, you know, my best estimate would be a little more than arm's length. I never tested myself the distance between the glass barrier and the terracotta warriors themselves though i do think no one would yell at you you're the you're the one that yells there's motion detectors i thought about this to be totally honest i thought about like are there motion detectors because they're afraid like 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 also the people that own the museum are like what if they fucking move though (laughs) (laughs) we've seen night in the museum yeah fucking robin williams rest (laughs) in peace Come. Does Hollywood yeah. even have enough Teddy. Chinese actors to cast? Wait, hold up. Be... I'm pretty sure that's actually the plot of one of the Night of the Museum movies is the Terracotta Warriors think, coming to life. I think you're not wrong about that. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's like a, definitely a plot it's, point in like the yeah, second or the third happen. one. Huh. Well, I guess I'd have to watch any of the Night of the Museum movies. There's the fourth the one's really where it takes off. Yeah. <laughs> There's a fourth one? I know there's three. Is it like, is it like Harry know. Potter where the first Made three up. are like fun and then they introduce like the fascism? Like dark shit. Yeah, the yeah. Dark oh my, yeah. oh my God. The fifth, like the next night at the museum is just like, we're going to bring a new Nazi memorabilia <laughs> exhibit. And, and, and like, and fucking Ben Stiller's character just like shoots up in the middle of the night. He's like, no. <laughs> Suddenly you've got fucking like Goebbels and Himmler like running around the Smithsonian. Railing Benzedrine. <laughs> <laughs> Hollywood. Hollywood, get hey, at Ben us. Stiller, I That's know you call. like dark comedies because you made the cable guy. Are you ready to turn your most successful franchise 
I mean, I'm, 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 I'm all here for Antifa museum guard Ben Stiller. <laughs> Stopping like, the, got the black bandana. Yeah, stopping the rise of the Fourth Reich. All right, what what other museum characters join him in the Antifa faction? Oh man, uh, Truman, President Truman. Truman. I, see, in my in my mind, there's also like he has to go find like a Soviet Union exhibit <laughs> at another Smithsonian museum and get it he's transferred. Like stealing them. Yeah, he's gonna like transfer like fucking Stalin over. Or whatever, and just like I don't want to do it either. Like half the movie is just him flying to Russia and like smuggling in <laughs> museum exhibits. And like during the day, these people are like, "What are these doing here?" And he's like, "Not working because he's a <laughs> it's, like, it's in a closed down section in the museum." <laughs> he's like, sets up stanchions around like, these unauthorized. Yeah, it's just like, please don't touch the Stalin. <laughs> oh yeah, this is really this is. This is definitely my favorite uh, like movie sequel idea. This is good. It's right uh, up there with uh, Libertarian National Treasure. And at the sound, yes, it's also good. At the sound of the vape, uh, I think we should take a quick break. Yeah, I got a, I got a whiz. Cool. Uh, <laughs> hey everybody, how you doing? <laughs> uh, we'll be right back after Paul whizzes the juice. Extraterrestrial wisdom. Hey y'all, it's Nick here. Uh, shout out to our newest official Themco, Audrey Alger. Thanks for supporting us. Um, thanks for being a listener and also previously featured call-in guest, only call-in guest of the show. Um, if anyone listening would like to support the podcast and be like Audrey, go to patreon.com slash theme, and there you can get access to the first 10 episodes of the show um, and a few exclusive minutes from every episode, including um, a little vape review uh, we did prior to uh, starting this episode. Thanks for listening, and uh, keep on thinking. I bring us back from the break, Paul. Recording. All right, we're back. Good job bringing us back from the break. Yeah, Full I did of it. Charisma and personality. Oh, nobody listens to this for charisma and personality. Well, okay, just for education. Um, so a, to get back to the topic at hand, uh, there's a question I've been dying to ask for about 37 minutes now. Has anyone, did anyone in any city or in China? Try to kiss the people, people's, people's, Republic, people's of Republic of China. Try to kiss one of the terracotta warriors and bring them to life. Eat. <laughs> Isn't it possible that they're I frozen in stone it. until their true love's kiss kisses them? You're positing that the terracotta warriors are in the band Evanescence, and you've got to wake them up. They'll wake them up inside and bring bring them to life. Did you know there's a video that's a Waluigi version, and the only difference is instead of wake me up, it goes walk me up. <laughs> No, wow, that's, up that's, that's good. Yeah, it's does very it? Good. Does it? Did they put him inside that original Evanescence music video? Mm-hmm. Where like Amy yeah, Lee? Yeah, that's is? exactly what they do. Hell also, yes. I have that album on vinyl, right here. Fallen? <laughs> uh, is that Fallen? Yeah, the one where it's just like Amy Lee's face staring yeah, at you. Know? Yeah, that's a good album. Giving man. you the creepy eyes. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
Yeah, I bought that. Found it shaking. And I was like, <laughs> I'm gonna buy this Evanescence Essence album. Have you listened to the? Have you listened to it in its entirety since you bought uh, it? No, I actually bought it for a friend for her birthday, and she has not taken it yet. She doesn't. She doesn't want it. No, she was I'm over sure the other day. Of, I hope she doesn't listen friend, to this podcast dude. because. Uh, oh, she doesn't listen to the podcast. Surprise. No, I already gave it to Megan. her, and she left it here. No, Morgan. You got close. Oh, yeah, man. Close. Damn, I got real close for just... Very close. Um, so no one... Sorry, no one's tried to kiss. Uh, yeah, not to my Amy knowledge. Lee. My, like, my, my go-to like would be like, oh, there's motion detectors. I would hate for you to embarrass yourself by tripping them off but, but like, and trying to kiss. What if this warriors. is the ancient curse of the warriors, and it's just an entire army that got cursed until... They get until the they get a little tongue action. The prophesied day where they could finally come out to play. I here's my my thought is this is correct. Wait, hold on. Somebody does have warriors come out and play. That's good. Yeah, Yeah, I've been I've been waiting for that, and this was okay. All right, I can do a great voice. My idea is that um, (laughs) let's clink all our glasses together. Terracotta Warriors. Oh, this is good. Good, <laughs> good podcast sound. All right. Here's my thought. If you like this and more, please go to patreon.com slash theme and give us some money. My theory is that this is correct. The Warriors can only be awoken by True Love's first kiss. But true what about lo- True Love's second kiss? True Love in this case is the current uh, like president of China, the People's Republic of China. So Xi Jinping... Has to go and kiss all these warriors to bring them back. Wasn't a man like executed in the People's Republic of China recently for like rubbing his penis on like some like shrine to Mao or like I've Mao's not heard body that or something like that. I, I don't could, know. And, I saw this with a quick Google. Yeah, I'm I've pretty not, sure that happened. I've not heard that, and I can guarantee that if I were to say anything about that, I would have a bunch of people get really mad at me online because. Uh, that's imperialist propaganda, and and China is actually communist and not. Uh, well, you're flattering yourself. They're doing, you know, they're 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 actually communists. They're real communists. Mm-hmm. And when they, you know, give a bunch of money to Africa, um, in exchange for them like using the land for a hundred years, it's not bad and it's actually good. Who's gonna get mad at you? Uh, yeah, who's listening? I'm specific. No one's listening to this podcast, but I'm specifically thinking about one guy that I fought with in the Discord over whether or not Stalin was good. <laughs> oh, a tanky. That's what that word means, right? Yeah. So. All right. Do we have any more questions about the war? That's Se- what I'm here several, for. I can answer your questions. Several. I just wanted to say something about trying to kink shaming. Because, like, if the only way you can get hard is rubbing your flaccid dick on a statue of Mao, like, whatever. Like, different strokes different for strokes, different folks. Yeah. What if it's the opposite? What if it, this guy gets a he's, boner and the only way that he can get it to go to away? Yeah, he, he, has, he has to get it to go away. Like, it's to jerk Mao off. <laughs> or to cause another famine. Yeah. <laughs> the long walk, too. Still hard. Green walk mile. harder. <laughs> the, the walk walk harder. harder. Yeah, walk. Oh. The Red Mile. Um, okay, so uh, do, do you know why there is a terracotta army? Yeah, um, okay, that's a question that, a- that was uh, asked me more than once, definitely. Um, <clears throat> like, why did he do that? Who did it? Who made it? Okay, so it was this emperor. Uh, it's China's first emperor. The first emperor of China. Emperor, if I'm not mistaken, which like I fucking better not be. 
you're already the best guest of the show because your notes are like a laminated booklet. Yeah. <laughs> Rather than just a printout. Thank you. Um, you got a map in there? That's beautiful. I got maps. I got all... We could scan this and like accompany the... Anyway. Um, so it was uh, the, the Qin Dynasty. Um, and these... these Warriors were commissioned about 15 years before he died. Okay. Um, and they weren't completed until about 12 years after he died, if, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, because there's a fucking insane number so, of them, right? Yeah. So, like, you know, people would ask me all the time, like, and, you know, I, I would sometimes get, like, a little bit of tone depending on who asked me. And, you know, like, you know, I was sometimes a little disgruntled. But um, why fucking do anything, man? Like, oh, like, oh, because I am alive. Like, why get out of bed? Oh, because no. I'm alive. So, why like, make a terracotta army? Because he was alive and he could fucking do it, yeah. man. Yeah, like, are they not aware of literally all the weird shit that, like, we built the giant obelisk for no reason. Yeah. Why build the Georgia Guidestones, dude? Who gives a fuck? Why like, is there a sphinx? There's 8,000 like of them. lion person? Why make a giant copper bronze lady or whatever like, she's made out of to go put in the harbor in New York? Right. Well, you actually, actually Statue of Liberty? the Statue of Liberty was originally a gift to Egypt, who would not accept it. And then France was like... So we got Egypt sloppy seconds. <laughs> yeah. We got Maybe re-gifted. Not, not Write that down. Re-gifted. Yeah, we yeah. got re-gifted. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, Damn. like, I don't know. So I, I guess, like, that could also fall under, like, the ask an expert uh, category. Mm-hmm. But, like, from everything that I've read, it's just like... They don't say for real. It's like, oh, maybe they were supposed to protect him in the afterlife, that's or maybe it was I just do. maybe he was just flexing. Like, I mean, that's why. Mm. The, I mean, that's why def- the Zodiac killer killed people, right? Yeah, because he wanted yeah. slaves in the afterlife. Yeah. Now, I do love the idea that he was just like, nah, oh, man, this shit's dope. Because like, you don't. He's the well, fucking emperor of China. You don't need mm-hmm. a fucking reason to but have maybe, eight thousand yeah. terracotta warriors. There's also it's I'd called like to- art. I'd like to add, there's also a fucking river made of bronze at the site. Um, like, hella other shit. There's, like, buildings and shit. Like, it's a full oh. fucking complex that, like, there's, like, an emperor's palace. There's a terracotta, uh, like, statue of the fucking emperor himself. Like, okay. he's so flexing, dude. There's like musicians. There's, like, dude, there's all sorts. There's stables with horses and, like... Horse boys and stands. <laughs> horse boys. <laughs> Sign me the fuck up. Let me get these horse boys. Now Stable that's some fetish shit. Damn. Um, all sorts of shit. There's this. There, we had this bronze goose that we got because the jackass in Virginia like broke one of the warriors. So like we got this bronze goose that like that was the only time it ever left the people's republic of china in world history was so that we could have it at okay. the museum and like it was a a goose b made of bronze c old as shit it was dope that does sound that's dope. fucking cool as shit like i don't know we do so much dumb shit in the name of art and people just accept it just like why not have a fucking bronze river that's so much river man how big was this river i don't know dying and having people make a bronze river is so much cooler than dying and just having people go pee on your grave or whatever fucking jim morrison wanted (laughs) piece of shit ride the snake fuck off um uh, so there is just one thing where i think could be a practical use um so you know how like in blazing saddles they make like a fake city 
Yeah. At the end of it, so the people yeah. like attack the fake city. And also, you know how like when you watch the remastered version of the end of Star Wars: A New Hope, you can tell that like half the people in attendance are just like wood cutouts of people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because they totally fucked up, like, the color correction on the remastered version. Do you think, like, maybe the Terracotta Army was made as, like, an approach to that, where they could just set up, like, a giant fake army and then have real people in front? (laughs) I mean, Star Wars is a ripoff of so many Eastern films. So so what you're saying is, like, a Potemkin village situation, where it's just, like, here's this fake village that we're going to keep going so that people think it's a real place. Well, not even that exactly. Just you have like you have your real people like, in yeah, the military up, like, in the within, front, and then yeah. behind there's just all these it's like terracotta an, warriors. An intimidation factor. Okay, but let me hit you with this. The okay, scene, hit me with it. The scene in Home Alone <laughs> where Kevin McAllister does throws the party, and he has all the cardboard cutouts so that the the wet bandits are sticky. Ban- are they wet? They're the wet bandits, and I've never understood why. Yeah, the, the wet band is, and then the sticky bands in the second one, because they they rebrand, uh, which is smart. Is it the same guys? It's I, the same I, dudes. It's been a while since I've seen Home Alone. It's, this, it's the same dudes in the second film, and they rebrand as the sticky bandits. It's very bizarre. Um, anyway, the wet bandits are like casing the house, so he throws a fake party. Did the first emperor of China was he afraid that like the Mongols or whoever were the wet bandits of the, the time? The, yeah, the wet bandits, whoever they were at the time, were gonna like come into China and you know take whatever they had and so he ended up throw a big like fake party well it's crazy because he was still like dead for like a while after they finished him so like i imagine it's like he died and then all these like skilled artisans were like fuck it we're still getting a paycheck and they're like kept going and they're like what do you want us to do with him like i don't know he died bury him (laughs) he's like what happened to him like they made them yeah, and, and then there's them. a gap in history, and then they were found by a, 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 a young boy Literally fucking a like field. Like what happened years later? Yeah, what like, happened in that time? Like, does anyone know what they originally? Well, there was, when they, they tried to make a part two, and then it wasn't as successful, and then like the franchise kind of died. Mm, then they just buried it in yeah. a pit, like <laughs> ET the video game, or the Bad News Bears. <laughs> Yeah, the problem was the third Billy one. Bob the Thor. third one, they they replaced the emperor in the third one. It wasn't as good. It revolved around yeah. like a um, RC car that had some technology in it. This is a Home Alone three joke. Okay, I did not get that. The Home Alone three was my favorite one. So they get rid three of Macaulay Culkin, and then it's just they left an RC car at home. No, no. What happens is the the some bad guys uh, had taken an RC car. And pulled the innards out and put like a DOD created computer chip in it to smuggle it through airport security. And then the Macaulay Culkin replacement kid accidentally grabs that RC car or his dad grabs it because he got him an RC car as a gift. And so they're trying to get the car back. Um, You know, it's a better version of that idea. Small soldiers. Way better. Yeah, when they accidentally put like (laughs) a military chip in some action figures, like let's kill everything. You put Kirsten Dunst in the Gorgonites. Well, Elizabethtown. Fuck, I don't know. I was gonna. I was gonna (laughs) say that's like the one that I wouldn't have gone with. So good, man. Melancholy is a bad film. 
No, it's not. It's an awful fucking film. I don't. It's a fucking art film, man. It's a bad film. Art films aren't good or bad. They're just art. All films. Lars von Trier films are bad, straight up. But putting Kirsten Dunst. Because there were no explosions. No, I'm mad because he thought I've he was really. I've never seen. Deep. I've never watched all of a Lars von Trier film. And when I tried to watch Melancholia, I wasn't into it. But also, every single time I've heard someone say like an art film sucks. I've also heard other opinions were like, it's good. You just got to go into it thinking like, it's an art film. It's not like fun or like a traditional <laughs> it's, but narrative. But it's not, it's not anything. Like like the entire film is just like, oh yeah, the planet that's going to hit us is called Melancholy. And it's like, okay, we get it. Sadness. Yeah, but the, Hilarious. You're, but you're so like fucking analyzing an art film for the plot. No, I'm analyzing an art film at the level that he wants to be analyzed, which is fucking oh bunch of God. like surface level bullshit. There's like 55 times in that film where they go, there's no 18th hole. And then like the last shot of the film is the 18th hole of the green. And you're just like, whoa, it's so deep because he had the thing that didn't exist. Like, no. You're so cool for pointing that out. I hate, I hate Lars von Trier so much. I've never seen any of his movies, but I just, I don't know. I'm sure there's something there. There's a you thing. Watch Dancing in the Dark. That's, I, that's the music the Bjork, video that's the, by Bruce Springsteen. No, that's the Bjork one. <laughs> or dan- what is it? I watched that music video. Dancer, Dancer in the Dark. Yeah. I think I've heard that. I've heard that that one's pretty good. It's is really that a good. is that a movie? Yeah, it's a musical. Yeah. Oh, yeah. what? And it's got really Bjork. Good. It's got Bjork. So you're a Lars von Trier fan? Kinda. Did you see <laughs> Melancholia? Yes. Did and you I, like it? I did like that. I'm glad. I'm glad that Harold doesn't actually have a mic for this one. Oh shit! So that we. I like Melancholia, Antichrist not as much. Antichrist had the one good Dude, scene in it was where it's fucked. the penis. The, the no, 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 absolutely. No, the one good scene in Antichrist is when it just cuts to the fox just going, Chaos, Ray. Yeah, it's pretty crazy, man. That's the only good part of that film. Sorry. Not, not the live female circumcision you're, no. you're not gonna go with that i i just i i want <laughs> I, w- I would rather watch like a million tarkovsky films that are like five hours long and slow as shit and nothing happens in them before i watch Lars von trier paul like a, you defend batman versus superman so much it's a good me, film i just better, don't better trust than, your opinion on movies any, anymore man it's fuck, way better it's like more. i love your opinion on bad movies but anything that's like has artistic ambition i can't trust you on the thing about Batman vs Superman, it doesn't have artistic imp- <laughs> exactly. Like, yeah, that's why it's good. On that. That's why it's great. I don't know. I also like. I've heard. I. I uh, uh, they filmed in Cincinnati. They filmed uh, Killing of a Sacred Deer. Everyone yeah. I've talked to has said it was a bad movie. Everyone said it's dumb. It's stupid. It doesn't do anything. I watched it and I liked it. It's like a slow film, and that's why it's fun. The entire thing about that film is that everything takes so long. And then the entire premise of the film is explained quickly in 12 seconds. And then it's just the rest of it. Like, like literally, like, Colin Farrell walking into his... He's the main character. Like, walking into a building will take, like, a minute. But the guy that's killing his family explaining, like, you killed a member of my family, and so now you have to kill a member of your family. Sorry, all right, I have to go. It's, like, that quick. Like, I rewound it because it happens that quick. And that's the central premise. I love that. And everyone else I talked to like hated the movie. So I'm I'm willing to hear. I mean, if you want to watch Melancholia and form your own opinions, that's cool. All right. I guess we'll do a fucking Melancholia special. No one wants that. And that's a Patreon I will, episode. I will rewatch that. I will rewatch Let's this movie. Let's fucking watch I... Melancholia and fucking talk and about I will Melancholia. See, I'll see. Fake Lounix. 
Babe Lounge. Yeah, yeah. Babe Lounge Melancholia time. <laughs> And then we'll fucking watch Batman versus Superman. Dawn of Justice. You can finally get me to do that shit. Ultimate Edition. The movie was trash. It was a good film. (laughs) See? I went on a date with this girl. It was like a first date with a girl that I like kind of had a crush on. So like, if you're listening, you ruined it. Uh, (laughs) Went on this date with this girl down in Louisville. And like, we like, I'm a huge Batman fan. I've got like, all that. And oh, you got like, a Batman tattoo. Yeah. And like when we were walking out, like I was furious about you the movie. Like, you didn't like the part where Batman stabs a dude in the fucking I heart? I remember telling a dude who worked at the theater, if I could take back every time I threw a chair angrily and then throw a chair at the movie theater that day, I would have done it. And this girl was like, oh, I liked it. I thought it was pretty good. And I dropped her off at her car and I never hung out with her again. I have the exact I have the exact same story except it was a second date and it was seeing Suicide Squad. Really? Yeah. I Holy went, shit. I went and saw Suicide Squad with a second date. We had a really fun time the first time. And then after Suicide Squad. So wait, the first time you saw Suicide no, Squad? The first, we, first time we hung out, we like went to an arcade and played games and played like Mario Kart and had like a lot of fun. And then she was like, I want to see a movie. And then we saw Suicide Squad. And then at the end of it, she, she was like talking to me during it, which already I hate like when people talk yeah. in, in movie theaters. And, and I was like bad because I was like, oh. I couldn't respond. Then afterwards, she was like, I thought it was pretty good. Like, I like Jared Leto. Like, I don't get the hate for it. And then that was like and then the you three dropped her off her car. Uh, <laughs> yeah. the, no, we have not talked since. I'm so since. confused as to why you would say, I thought Suicide, was, Suicide Squad was good. I liked Jared Leto, who is in that film for a total of seven minutes. Yeah, but the entire hype of it. like 30 Seconds is, to is, Mars is a good band. Like, you know, all agree. No. <laughs> the best thing that Jared Leto did was get murdered by Christian Bale on American Psycho. Yeah. Uh, that's good. I like when he lost an arm. Um, in uh, Requiem, Requiem for a Dream. Dream. He's too fucking blonde. Um, whew, okay, I'm not going to make the Dallas Buyers Club joke. That's bad. Uh, <laughs> um, I liked when uh, uh, Edward Norton beat the shit out of him in Fight Club. Oh, that's right, he is in Fight Club. He's wanted mm-hmm. to destroy something beautiful. Yeah. I guess every movie where he dies or something bad happens to him is like good. Except Was Mr. For Nobody fi- good? I don't know. I never watched I that Jared Leto. Nobody. Uh, <laughs> the answer is there's there's one line in that movie that is brilliant, and it's only like faux, like you know, fake deep, but it's good. And then like the rest of that movie is garbage. But wait, is it faux, fake deep better than that line in Spy Kids two delivered by Steve Buscemi? Oh, oh the the, the one where he said, "Do you think that God created man and then?" put us here because he's afraid of us no he says you think god stayed in heaven because he's afraid yeah that one yeah uh no yeah he in the movie mr nobody somebody drops the line nostalgia is not what it used to be and dude i say that all the fucking time now just because like hell yeah man that's That's a good line but isn't the plot the plot of that film is like jared leto is like living out every different path that his life could go it's like no it's like he's the last mortal human human. yeah and so it's just like somebody's interviewing him and he's like oh i was in love with juno temple but she was my stepsister and like and like that's 
really the best part. <laughs> Jerry's still out. It doesn't sound like any Batman versus Superman. Do you me. want to talk about the Terracotta Warriors yeah, let's, anymore? Uh, yes, <laughs> let's. Let's. Yeah, we should. What it, do you think the Terracotta Warriors would think of the the seminal Oscar winning film? <laughs> su- sorry, Oscar nominated film Suicide Squad. Uh, we don't know that the eight Terracotta Warriors that were in Cincinnati but, weren't me, some kind of Suicide let Squad. Me, let me say this: there was one of the one of the archers, the one who had. Um, the crossbow. Did he look like Will Smith? <laughs> was crouched, um, and like, for he was he was another favorite of mine because like you could like look him straight in the eyes because he was a crouched and like they were like a little above you. But since he was crouched, you could see the bottom of his shoes and like, bruh, that shit was tight. Like, he had vans, dude. He, they were like. Like might as well have had a swoosh on them. Like That's, they like had like all sorts of like. I bet ancient China had some fucking good brands. Some kicks. Uh, one thing that blew me. Did you guys? Did anyone go to the like the Star Wars costume exhibit at oh. uh, the art the museum? Museum so, center. Uh, I went and one of the first costumes you see is Obi Wan Kenobi in A New Hope. And nice. he has like orange cowboy boots on that are like, like nice. they actually have the boots he wore and they're like straight up orange cowboy boots with like decorated patterns on them. And they're fucking the coolest, sick. the coolest thing about watching the Star Wars film or really any film, but especially Star Wars films. I rewatched like the uh, Phantom Menace the other day in the scene where they're in Anakin's like little workshop and he's working on C-3PO. You can see so many things in the background and you're just like, Okay, I know what that is. Like, like it hanging in the background, you know those like little uh, catchy, uh, like ball catchers that you used to High play with. Yes, like that in in like fucking elementary school. They yeah. just like spray painted those silver and then hung them up in the background. And you're just like, you notice it, and you're just like, yeah, okay, I I, I now realize like who is in charge of finding all this detritus is just somebody going to a thrift store and finding whatever fucking junk they can get yeah. and spray painting it. And that's kind of cool. And that's where lightsabers came from. Now, anyway, Phantom Menace is also a great film. All right. And any, any, okay. <laughs> Fuck you. Uh, I'm done. Uh, is there anything else you would like to, <laughs> I see my time. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Give Harold your mic. You don't have it anymore. <laughs> I trust Harold's opinions on melancholia more. Uh, is there anything else you would like to share about the Terracotta Warriors? You know, I mean, I got to say this. Okay, so, like, I I signed up for that job. Like, and this might just be, like, me indulging myself. And you can edit this out if you want. I don't fucking care. Um, so no, like, I'm not going to edit it out. Also, now's the perfect time to talk shit about Paul. Uh, and his shit taste in movies and TV shows. So I took this. He thinks job. I Zombie is better than Seinfeld. That's an opinion that Paul holds. I don't think I've ever said that. <laughs> yeah, but am I wrong? I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> exactly. I Zombie is better than Seinfeld. Get back on mic and you say that shit. Matchbox 20's Rob Thomas's I Zombie is a better TV show than Larry David and Jerry Seinfeld's late, late 80s? When did Seinfeld start? 90s. Early is it 90s? 90s? Early, early 90s? 90s yeah. Early 90s sitcom classic Seinfeld. Someday, that clip is going to be played before you're shot. 
That 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 clip is going to be played after you die when you are being judged at the throne of God. See, I was thinking like at my funeral, somebody's gonna play that and people are gonna pull out guns and shoot my corpse. <laughs> One or all of those things are gonna happen. But yes. okay, no los dos. Memes. <laughs> In closing, what was your last thing? Okay, so. I, I, yeah, this is just like my, like, whatever. It's not very academic or whatever. But I took the job with the Terracotta Warriors, like, guarding the Terracotta Warriors because I always wanted to go see them. That was, like, something that I thought was really cool. And I was convinced that because I have that, like, English comp major, like, thing in my brain where it's, like, I think life is a story or a movie and I have to treat it that way. And I thought that... Something magic would happen if I spent a whole summer with the Terracotta Warriors. And for a long time, for like the first like couple, few months, I mean, it was only, yeah, it was, it was four whole fucking months. Jesus Christ, I just realized that. Uh, 420 to 812, 12. which is... I did smoke New weed, weed day. day. <laughs> so... But uh, I thought something magic would happen or something that like would matter. Um, and for the first like long while, up until it was like one of the last weeks that I was there, um, I was internalizing it in, in a way. Like after a minute, you know, it was like, okay, this is really fucking cool. And then like after a while, it became like, I feel really insignificant standing next to these 2,000 year old statues every single day. Um, and knowing that, like, I will die before they are, are like, disintegrated or, like, whatever. Like, they will not decompose, but I will. Um, and kind of was... <clears throat> that was kind of getting to me, like, in a, in a weird way. Um, and then one of the last weeks uh, that I was watching the Terracotta Warriors, as, as I said earlier, um, my, my big job was to, like, make sure people didn't fucking touch the glass. And there was this lady who uh, was touching the glass, and I was just like, some fucking day, like, who cares? I was just like sitting on my stool, and this lady was touching the glass. And I started to walk up to her, and I noticed that she had cancer. Uh, and I was like, all right, fuck that, I don't care. Like, I've had friends die of cancer. I'm not gonna treat you any differently. Like, I'm only here to do one job. So I walked up to her, and I said, like, you know, the spiel that I described earlier, I was like, uh, excuse me, ma'am. I, I would. There are motion detectors. I would hate for you to embarrass yourself um, by setting off the motion detectors and the alarms going off. And she just like laughed it off. She thought it was the funniest thing early, like ever. And she like talked about how like these kids had set them off earlier and was like, "Oh, if they were my kids, I would have beat them with my cane." And like ha 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 ha. And then I like went and sat at my stool. Um, and she continued to enjoy the exhibit, um, and she, she reached the end, and she made a point to come back to me at my stool, and she said, <clears throat> she said, like, this is really cool. This is really, really cool. And I was like, yeah, I think, I think this is really cool, too. Um, and she said, no, you don't understand. I'm terminal, and this is on my bucket list. I have a real bucket list, and I'm doing it with my family, and, and we're, and we're, we're crossing things off. And we tried to come Monday two weeks ago, but the museum's closed on Monday. And then we, we tried to come Monday this week, but the museum's clo closed on Tuesday or on Monday. But today's Tuesday, and we're here. 
and I'm really glad that we're here. This is very, very cool. And she had this huge fucking smile on her face that was like one of the most honest smiles I've ever seen in my entire life. Like, aside from, you know, like, you know, there, there are like these like fleeting moments of joy where you see like your f drunk friend smiling or if, you, if you're tripping acid, you smile real big. But like this woman had this like super sincere, huge smile on her face as she told me that she was glad to be there and that she was going to die soon and she was with her family. And I spent the rest of my shift to the museum trying not to cry. And like, I, it's not like it's cured everything and I don't have, I don't experience problems anymore, but like profoundly like affected my life, like a huge perspective switch. That was like the, like the fucking like me being like a weird kid being like, if I spend all summer with these terracotta warriors, something significant will happen actually happened and like that fucked me up in a good way and like wherever that lady i didn't even ask her name like wherever she's at wow like that's fucking terracotta warriors man pretty cool stuff oh yeah you should have let her break off a thumb i do <laughs> i should have just given her <laughs> take it off like here you go just pack up some weed in the thumb <laughs> Shove it up my ass. Like, are you going to hit this or what? Wow. That was a 180. It's like this really fucking poignant thing. I'm like, I'm like lost in my own fucking thoughts and we're just immediately. And I usually I'm the one to do that, which is why this is. Uh, anyway, you, you should uh, track her down and have her turned into a ter terracotta warrior. Uh uh, that's that's uh, <laughs> beautiful and it was rad, man. Yeah, hell I called yeah. my grandma that day. <laughs> I'm man, nice. I'm, I'm like sure super fucking pissed because I really wanted to go check out the Terracotta Warriors and I'm a dumbass. And yeah, that's didn't, like didn't you have to. no one to blame. But yeah, what's today? Self. It was there for four months, man. What is I today? Know. Today is the 16th of it, August. It ended on the 12th. So if we had recorded last week, we could have had. Yeah, <laughs> if we yeah. recorded last week. You had like. Yeah, fuck a couple your days. band, Paul. Yeah, what the Sorry. fuck, man? Sorry. What? Oh yeah, Chicago's like going somewhere, so you can't just Fucking reschedule. Okay, look. <laughs> I'm just kidding. All right. I'm, I'll, I'll, I'll get them back when they come back around. They're they're old. They'll, they'll keep touring forever. Yeah, they'll keep touring. We can go see them. <laughs> just like the just stones. just like the Stones. They won't fucking <laughs> stop touring. All right. Uh, this seems like a good time to do plugs. Uh, Hair plugs. Oh. Oh, you uh, go first. My band just released an EP. Uh, we're called Unoia. The EP is called the Pronoid EP. Um, Where could people find the it? The Pronoid? Pronoid EP. Like in favor of Domino's mascot character, <laughs> the, the Noid? Noid? That's what we were going for, yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. Um, so awesome. check out the Pronoid EP at Unoia513.bandcamp.com. E-U-N-O-I-A-513.bandcamp.com. Or as previously stated... I'm around. Hit me up. I got <laughs> I got tapes. Uh, go digital and, shit. Go um, go in the street. Just yell Logan real loud. We got stickers. Um, it's fun stuff. Oh yeah. Your turn. I my band's playing a show at the Comet on Labor Day. Hell yeah! I'm very excited for it. We're gonna cover Dolly Parton. Ooh. Spoilers. This is fucking fucking Labor Day, dude. You gotta do it up big. Um, we're gonna be talking about labor and unions and i have no <laughs> idea days i have no idea who the hell we're sharing this gig with so i hope it's not like some reactionary shitheads i tr i trust jennifer enough to not book some like nazi ass people on the comment but i don't know any nazi bands in cincinnati so 
Yeah, I think they'd be very popular. <laughs> yeah, I think it is. If you go far so. enough west, man, you'll yeah. find anything. Uh, Harold, do you have anything to plug? Uh, yeah. Um, my band Smut is playing Bewilder Fest at Urban Artifact. Oh, hell yes. Uh, Saturday the 25th. And we're playing outside. I think that part of it is free. So check it out. It's at night that we're playing. If it's If it's not free... They can't stop you from hanging out across the street. That's true. You'll hear us. <laughs> you can't charge for the outdoors. And uh, as always, I'm not in a band, but check out Saturdays at 5 on Radio Artifact, uh, The Fire Escape. We'll have an episode coming up this weekend that is all about songs that are written to people that make you think, hey, who's this written to? Who's this written about? And then we answered that question. So you didn't talk about You're So Vain. Um, no, we didn't talk about You're So Vain, but we do end with You Ought to Know. Hell yes. Written about Uncle Dave Coyier from Full House. He was Uncle... Oh, Jesse. Nice. No, yeah. Jesse was no, the hot one. Jesse. Uh, uh, uncle Clayton. The, the, the bald, uh, blonde-headed uncle. Yeah. yeah. John Stamos. Uncle... No, the no, other one. Dave Coyier. The like failing comedian guy. Yeah. yeah. The one. Oh, Jerry the Seinfeld. One, the one. Who, Uncle Joey. Is it makes, Uncle Joey? He makes the hash brown casserole for the neighbor's birthday party when they all forgot her birthday. Yeah. Apparently, Atlantis Morissex and him had like amazing sex. I'm sorry, Amer- <laughs> You you say Atlantis Morissex? I would just like. To Atlantis Morissex had amazing set with him. And <laughs> I mean, hey, great, um, great set, dude. <laughs> when he when he heard, Isn't, wouldn't that be the worst thing to hear after sex? <laughs> great, great, great set, hey man, great set. When he heard the jagged little pill record, this is like a thing. Like he, when he heard the jagged little pill record, he said, "I have hurt this person," and that that was that was all he had to say about that record. Well, Damn. I have hurt this person. I have hurt this hurt. person. Hurt. Hurt. I have hurt. Hurt, hurt, hurt is weirder. <laughs> hurt hurt, hurt is like a like. Oh man, I fucked up. Yeah. Well, uh, th- we've hurt uh, <laughs> we've the audience, and you've hurt us. We've hurt. You've heard si- this episode. We've hurt. Of we've hurt your hurt your sides. An educational ish podcast. You've split your sides and gutted your <laughs> cut your thumbs off. Cutted your cutted your thumbs off. And so, farewell, the uh, terracotta listeners, into the... Put on your terracotta helmets, because we're going to fuck you upside the face with some thinking knowledge. If you go to our Patreon, you'll find a new tier where is if, if you pledge $5,000 a month, you get to cut Nick and my thumb off and use them as butt plugs. <laughs> I'll add that. Uh, bye? Bye?